Daydreaming about dragons. So I'm looking at my list of games I played this year. Our, our Thursday night D&D game went from uh, D&D 5e over to Godbound and played a lot of Into the Odd, uh, hacked Into the Odd to play maybe into the Mega Dungeon, into the Borgenwald, into a bunch of things. Uh, finally got my my black box of traveler out dusted it off played it and and kind of loved it uh we're we're playing gradient descent using the classic traveler rules and i really hope we get back to it in 2024 we we realized that it wasn't happening during the holiday season for us and so we're gonna step back into it we we, we stopped at a real cliffhanger moment where security drones were like androids were on their way in. And I'm really curious to see how the combat's going to go. I'm really curious to see how the game is going to go. Uh, and I played a bunch of old school essentials, which I was surprised at how much I liked. So let's go through those a little bit one by one and just tease some things out of them and, and see what we can get. All right. So first, let's start with D&D 5e and transitioning that game into Godbound and why and what and how and whatever. Okay, I would love to tell you that I shifted our group away from D&D 5th edition because I saw things coming and you know, we, we shifted gears right before the OGL fiasco. And if you don't know what that is, don't worry about it. Um, it doesn't matter at your table too, too much. Uh, and, and, and the, the, the terrors of, of corporate gaming, I would love to tell you I did that. And I didn't, um, I did it because I found 5e a little exhausting to play. And I'll tell you the moment I realized that the game wasn't for me. Uh, it wasn't one particular mechanic. It's not that I hate advantage dice. I love advantage dice. It's not that the characters are too powerful. That's kind of what it is, but it's not quite. So let, let's get to it. What was it? I ran a game where the players broke into a vampire vault and killed a vampire gang in the, in the, in the Shadowfell. And then in a city in the Shadowfell, and then got ambushed by a couple of, by a bunch of vampire assassins. And the two of the vampire assassins got away and then fought a demi-lich that, that was like, you know, just basically a sentient evil shithead skull in the body of an iron golem, right? It took like three weeks of two hour sessions to do this. And it wasn't bad, it was fun, but it was the only time in two years of play that I've really worn these characters down and really th legit threatened them with a, an encounter. It really is the only time. And, and so I realized that this type of encounter where you're, where you're going after one fight after another, after another, and, and where there would be weeks of fights where we didn't do anything else. 
that is what 5e wants me to do. And if you look at the rules and you read them and you read how many encounters you should be having per day, that's what it wants. That's what you have to do to wear those characters' resources down. And I just didn't want to play that game. I didn't want to run that game. I didn't want to play in that game. Um, and so I went to everybody and I was like, hey, this is what the game wants and I don't want to do it. And so we switched to Godbound and it was really fun. But then we had a bunch of things happen in the personal lives of a bunch of different players. And so we lost two players for months and months. And so we had to decide, what are we going to do? But we ran some in-between games. And then we started playing, uh, you know, Band of Blades, which I will talk about later. Because um, that's kind of one of the last games of the year. Uh, but... Yeah, I stopped playing D&D because I felt like D&D was supporting a game that I didn't want to play. Simple. Easy peasy. And it's not a part of my identity. It's not, you know, I, 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 am, I am relieved that I'm no longer playing a corporate game. I'll tell you that. I will absolutely tell you that. I would much rather support an, an indie operation. I would much rather support a game that is not created to support Hasbro's shareholders. Absolutely. And there are so many options. So let's talk about a few of those. So I played a bunch of Into the Odd and I really liked it. Uh, played it in a couple of different ways. I will put links in the show notes if you are interested uh, to my Into the Odd page so you can kind of poke around and see what was going on. Uh, I, I quite liked it. And... I liked a couple different things about playing it. One, I really liked that I grabbed my, I, I have a, a, a kind of secret Facebook group of just people who I know who are friends of mine who are, are geek related and nerds. And uh, it's a little over a hundred people, I think. Um, and so I went to those people and I was like, Hey, do, do you guys, do you folks want to play in, in two games a month? And it worked. And we were playing in a game that was two games a month. It was starting as just individual dungeon crawls and it was getting more complicated when I had to stop. And I would like to start doing that again because of the next thing, which is, I think, related to both Into the Odd and Old School Essentials, both games that I touched on this year, where the game has a good foundation, it has an interesting setup in the, in the, in the mechanics, but I feel like in both games, you're inevitably going to outgrow what you thought you started the game with. You're going to outgrow the game. And so eventually you will have to game design. And I like that. And I would love to start a game with that as the premise. Like, hey, we're going to outgrow the game and we're going to have to do some community game design. And that's okay. Let's, let's do that. And it was cool. You know, that, that would be fun. 
I liked I liked playing into the odd. I liked hacking into the odd. You can see that I, I did stuff with it. Um, there's it, it's a really fun it's a fun chassis. Uh, and I also played you know a couple of sessions of Mythic Bastion Lands with some friends. Man, I totally forgot about Under Hollow Hills. I got to talk about that one. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Some of my, my favorite family of game designers. So Into the Odd, loved it. Check it out. Uh, I think it's just a fun game, a fun game to hack. I, I really enjoyed it. And I hope I get to run it more. It, it's a neat one. It's a really neat one. Um, Let's talk about let's talk about an old one, the oldest game on the list. Let's talk about Traveler. I have had these Traveler little block but I've uh, I've had one little black box, little black books, uh, edition of Traveler from like 1981, uh, on my shelf for a thousand years, and I I just hadn't played it, and then I made a character for fun, and kind of fell in love with it. And I, I think it's a really cool game. Unfortunately, what I think is cool about it is not the conversation I'm seeing a lot of folks have about it. Uh, a, a friend and colleague, Chris, posted a bunch of things on his blog. I will post, if you wanna see my, I've got a traveler page, I've got an Into the Odd page. Uh, I'll, I'll have links to both of those in the show notes. But, and I'll have my old school essentials page. Uh, I don't think I might have a band of blades page up just for this particular Thursday night game. Anyway, pages will be up. You will get to see them. Uh, everything but under hollow hills, which I haven't haven't created a page for yet. But I love it. I think it's great. I, I love the idea you can make these characters and that they can die, and you, you then you build a science fiction world that makes sense for those characters, and that is really fun. Um, and I, I, that is what I like about it more than the Imperium or anything else. I like the implied science fiction setting. I like the tools to make a setting for yourself. And I like the idea that you can come to it with this science fiction blank slate and build something with your friends. That is super fun. Super, super fun. And we started playing Gradient Descent with it uh, on Sunday nights with with Jeremiah and Misha and Mad J and I hope we get back to it because I thought it was really cool. I liked what they were building. I liked where it was going. I liked how weird it was. Uh, I, I think uh, I, it might be that I like my science fiction a little weirder, but I also like my fantasy a little weirder. So it could just be that I like my fiction and my gaming a little weirder than it should be. Uh, so good stuff. Um, check out classic traveler. I will put, there'll be a link to it in the show notes and, and everything I've written about for, for traveler. Uh, there's a really fun edition of it. Make a character, you know, just roll up a character, see how it goes, see what it inspires in you and, and go from there. I think the lesson I want to take away from classic traveler, if I could say one more thing and I can, because I'm the one recording this, I'm doing it, is that character creation is part of play. That is the lesson that Traveler brings. Uh, and the rest of it is really cool. The, the skill system is cool. The combat is fun. 
check it out under underestimated ran a couple of one shots of under hollow hills and and that is quickly becoming the game that i will take off the shelf when i need to run something right now without any prep uh i love that game and it, it's becoming like one of those games like you know blades in the dark where if someone asks me to run it i'm hard pressed to say no i'm really hard pressed to say no i i I love it. I love the things that happen out of it. Uh, I think it's Megan Vincent's just showing how playbooks, how good playbooks can be. Uh, you know, I've I played Apocalypse World. I played Apocalypse World Burned Over. Um, I didn't think playbooks could get any better, and they keep getting better. Woof, they keep getting better. I've wanted to play that game for a long time. Got to play it a couple times uh, this year, and... Hope I get to play it more. It's just an amazing pickup and play game to me and absolutely love it. Check it out. Look at the look at the 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 MC advice, for goodness sake. It's just unreal. Unreal. Whew. Yeah, I wanna run it. I wanna run it again. I'm talking about it. Wanna run it right now. I would run it right now this moment if someone busted through the door said i have to play under hollow hills be like let's go let's go all right let's get to some more games so i had to run DD for work which is a cool sentence to get to say any day uh it's it's fun that's fun if you get to say i got to i had to run DD for work th things are going okay and so I got a job at a public library, which is wonderful. It's wonderful to be back in that, that institution. And it's an honor. And it was cool to get to run that game. And in doing so, I kind of really fell in love with, with Old School Essentials. Uh, the layout, the, the choices. It's just a really fun version of D&D. &D. Um, I, I, I will, you know, you, you, you can look at my old school essentials page. Uh, you can see the stuff I've made up for it. Uh, I, I made up one class for it so far, inspired by the Trilemma Adventures setting where the adventure or the setting implied and documented in the Trilemma Adventures book. Uh, running old school essentials made me fall in love with Trilemma Adventures all over again. And, and more than just the one page dungeons, which are in Trilemma, adventures. I, I'm falling in love with the setting of Trilemma Adventures. I think there's a really, really, really underestimated setting that no one is talking about in there that I love, 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 love. So good stuff, Trilemma. Um, yeah, I am. I, I, I like it. I want to make some more classes. I've got a couple more in my head. I would love to make like an Eberron Warforged and I would love to make a warlock. So hopefully those will be coming up. But if you want that kind of stuff, you can look at my blog. Uh, there'll be links all over the show notes about with, with, with pages from my blog and you can, you can, you'll be able to get to uh, blog posts from there. Uh, yeah, I just enjoyed it. I just thought it was a really fun version of D&D. I don't love the experience system, but there are other experience systems. 
uh, their other experience. Like, you know, I'll have a link to Feats of Exploration, uh, which is really fun. Feats of Exploration by the folks who may, who do the, uh, the, you know, 3D6 down the line folks. So yeah, there are options out there and there's also the bingo, you know, the bingo XP method. If, if uh, you don't, if feats of exploration aren't your thing, but they're definitely cousins. So love old school essentials, love that we have an option, another op- another old school option out there. Uh, it's good stuff. I'm excited for Dolmenwood in 2024, but we're looking back, not forward. Can you do one without the other? Time is a flat circle. Let's finish this up. And the Thursday night group has kind of transitioned over to Band of Blades, which is fun because it's a finite campaign. It has a definite end. They're moving towards it. Uh, I can't wait to see where we end up and how we end up. I'm I'm fascinated with... Here, here's my favorite part of that game right now. Uh, it's seeing the players engage with the, the robust, you know, Forge in the Dark mechanics, uh, which is a lot of fun. And then there's also another thing that it brings out where that group uh, has a has a Facebook group that's just the people who play in that game. And there are a few other people, but it's it's 95% the people who play in that game. And they get to like kind of almost role play game chat in going in and out of game during the week about like, hey, which missions are we going to pick? Why? Who gets horses? Who gets supplies? What are we doing? And that has been really fun. Um, that that has been really surprisingly fun. The, the, the play at the table has also been fun. And I love how easy Forge in the Dark games are to run for me. I just find them really fun to run. But... I didn't realize that the that the between game chatter would be so much damn fun. And I'm, I'm, it makes me think about are there ways that we can bring that out uh, in our gaming in other ways? Uh, how do we do that? And, you know, can you give people roles to play between games where they play characters talking about the characters? I don't know. Do they play their characters? I don't know. I'm not sure. But... I like it. I like it a lot. And yeah, Band of Blades is fun. I, I can't wait to see what happens when they get to Sky Dagger Keep. Uh, I'll, I'll put the page up where I'm keeping all the APs for that. It's just, it's a splendid game. And I, I'm wondering if that group, the Thursday night group is just, anyway, I'm, I'm curious how converted they will be, so to speak, to Forge in the Dark. And, and will we go from there to Blades in the Dark uh, or something else? Uh, Forge in the Dark. I don't know. I don't know. Um, here's what I do know. Let me let's let's talk about playing different systems. Let's talk about that. So I've played all these games, and they're all over the place. There are all kinds of different games made with all kinds of different philosophies, and you don't have to make the game you're playing your identity. You don't have to tattoo it on your damn chest forever and never play anything else or never play anything else that goes against the the ideas of that game. 
you can just play a lot of different games and get different things out of them. That's great. I love that. Such a fun damn time to be a gamer. And just, I love that in these games, I've gotten to leave tribalism just right behind. And there are certain things I'll hold to. You know, I would rather support people than shareholders. Uh, so there is that. Oh, my foot has fallen asleep. But I hope you haven't. And I hope you're playing all kinds of games. And I hope you're enjoying them. And I hope when you do, it doesn't become like your identity. Right? Because you don't have to. You know, just because you play soccer doesn't mean you can't hang out with people who play rugby. Right? You know, have you ever heard anything like that? No, because it's silly. Just because you deadlift doesn't mean you, you know, you, you, just because you're a deadlift champion doesn't mean you can't hang out with Olympic lifters. You know what I mean? Maybe you do. Maybe I've gone too jockey on this ending. Uh, let's see what the inspiration goat has to say for the last of 2023. And then instead of an outro, I'm going to get a little personal. So, you know, if you don't want that, then uh, when I get done with Inspiration Goats uh, offering, uh, you can you can head on out. Nice, nice way to end uh, end the year, Inspiration Goat, because there wasn't much else good about the ending of this year. Um, yeah. That will get to what we're getting to in the in the in the post show. Uh, yeah, this is a show called Scavenger's Rain. It is about a deep space freighter that uh, that crashes on a on a beautiful but but very dangerous planet. I'm literally reading the IMDb synopsis. Um, it's a really cool. It it there there are parts of it that have like a Mobius science fiction vibe. I I love the imagery. I love the voice acting. Nice diverse cast. Um, just really cool stuff. Uh, I think there's stuff in here that that is worth critiquing, but but it's good, and I I recommend you take a look at it. Uh, what can we take out of this for gaming? Well, here's my here is my I don't know, statement about Scavenger's Reign. Scavenger's Reign to me is how, how puzzles should, how I enjoy puzzles in gaming, which is to say there's this cool thing where the, the, the characters are dealing with this really complicated, very dangerous ecology where when you touch one thing another thing happens and 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 it can be a real cascade effect and it can have a pretty rough effect on your health uh as we see people dealing with it and that is what i want puzzles to be i i i'm not wild about puzzles that are made to be puzzles or or i'm not I haven't been in a situation where where you know there was a riddle game that was a whole lot of fun in a in an RPG situation. Uh, I'm sure other people have. I'm sure other people have liked it. I, I know that there are other people who have played in riddle games that I was in where they liked it, and I was like, I'm kind of lukewarm on this. So what 
I'm saying is, is I like the kind of puzzles where the environment is big and complicated and there are a lot of things to play with and there are a lot of ways to problem solve using the bits and pieces that are all around you all the time. I love that. I think that's really fun. It's my favorite part of gaming when when I, I drop a detail that I just think is there to be interesting and evocative and that it ends up really uh, you know, affecting play when the players use it in a fun, outside-the-box way and, and they change the game. That is cool. And that's the kind of problem solving and and that is that's the kind of thing I love. Love it. It's my favorite. Um, and yeah, I I want more of that. And Scavenger's Reign is chock full of it. Just chock full of it. Uh, and you know, along with a bunch of other cool things. So definitely check it out. It's well worth watching. Lots of body horror. If body horror is something you don't like, then maybe it's not for you. Uh, but if you can take it and it's not going to ruin your day or your night, then take a look at it. All right. Let's get to the all too personal outro. Let's see if I can, let's see if I can do it. I might not be able to do it. Hey, I'm going to keep this short. Thank you for listening. First of all, and I've had a tough year, um, a really tough year. And um, oof, I don't know if I can say the sentence. Let's see. Uh, here we go. My mom died. Oof, that's rough. And I have, if I've learned anything in therapy, it is that getting to gratitude as quickly as you can uh, is a good way to, you know, work your way through grief. And I'm definitely not trying to rush the process, but, uh, I'm very grateful to her without her. I would not be gaming. Uh, she's the one who invited all of my, my, you know, wonderful, strange friends into our home. And so that we'd have a place to play that was, that was safe and welcoming, uh, she is the one who encouraged me to be creative very much. Uh, and, and when she saw what these games were, you know, fought off their detractors during the, during the satanic panic. And yeah, she just was always very encouraging of, of this stuff. Um, you know, even though when I showed her a piece of my writing and she liked it, she was, she, she said, uh, I was worried it was going to be D and D crap. And it really wasn't. I really loved it. Uh, <laughs> I oh man, yeah. I I'm grateful. I'm grateful that she was there to support this thing that I'm still doing as an adult and still talking about and still thinking about and and really loving. So thank you, mom, for that. And I hope your year is ending better than mine. And I hope our, all of our 2024s are much better than our 2023s. And I'll see you on the other side of this year. No promises, but see how it goes. All right. Talk to you soon.